Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello. Y'all know what it is. It's one more sleep day. Yes. This is it. This is it. Good morning. It's time tomorrow. This is it. we Friday. It's the weekend. So we do a little thing on Thursday where we just try to get you pumped up for the fact that you just got one more sleep and yeah. we just chant those three words over and over. It goes like this. One more sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. One, one more sleep. sleep. One more sleep. Yay. Felt good. Felt good. All right. Six o'clock club. What's up? Let's start with you. 410-583-1065. We are looking for anyone in the state of Maryland that is awake. You have a day pass into what we call the 6 o'clock club. And what a shout you out for being here. So text us. Who's up, Jess? Veronica is here. Good morning. Uh, happy early 38th birthday to Jess R. from Westminster. Uh, good morning to our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Good morning to John, the Annapolis locator, is here. Lee is up with us this morning. Clever Kevin is checking in. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. Good morning to Linda from Woodbine. Terrence is here. Terry is here. Juan in a million checking in. Happy Thursday to Stephanie. Good morning. Uh, who else is up with us? Beautiful Beverly. Stephanie in Nottingham. Kathy in Parkville. Happy birthday to Anna. Hello, Jake Anna. from Westminster is here. Handy Andy checking in from Columbia. Anthony from Catonsville, Mr. W from Reisterstown, Joseph from Baltimore, good morning. Oh. WB from Glen Burnie, Kate in Pasadena, and Lisa. Happy one more sleep. Listen to this headline. Men are less satisfied with life when female partners make more money. What? Yeah. Why? They talked to over 42,000 people, nine different countries, and they found out that men's satisfaction goes way down. When the woman is the breadwinner instead of them. Oh, sorry. I thought it was 2023. Are we still Yo, I, are we still back in time? I mean, I just don't think I quite understand why that would be. Me either. It's a team effort, people. It's, a team. it's like, you Yo, know, your I, partners. No, come on. I'm not trying to even make this a team effort anymore. If I met somebody that was wildly rich, I'd marry him today. What I would drop everything. About? I would drop everything. Y'all, if terrible. I could be a stay-at-home husband... Not, I didn't even say stay-at-home dad, did I? Y'all see her be stay-at-home husband. Oh, well, no. I mean, like, a team effort, because I don't, like, I still think it's a team effort if there's, like, a stay-at-home mom and a stay-at-home dad, because, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there things have to get done. I feel like it, as partners, you want to support each other. So I feel like whenever there's an issue of, like, one person making more and, like, one person, like, thinking they're doing more and the other being kind of crappy about it, I feel like... 
you're, you're on the same team. I just don't think it would so why, bother So why is there any sort of competition or, like, why are we sipping Haterade? So the study goes in to talk about, like, that men are so wrapped up in... Because a lot of this, people that answer this found it, like, that men's well-being is, like, at the absolute lowest when they're unemployed. Mm. And so when they see it, it's like, I'm going through hard times when I'm unemployed. And then, like, they're looking at their female counterpart... There's like this level of like envy, I guess, because men are so, well, a lot of men are career driven, you know? So I don't know, man. I think it would be really nice. Like, do you think they would bother Garage Boy if you made significantly more money than he did? No. Mm-hmm. I would see y'all. I promise you. Absolutely not. Because the goal is for everyone just to be happy and taken care of. And no matter how that happens, we want that to happen. I make the joke, but there's some truth to it. Like, I'm literally considering sitting outside of Johns Hopkins just waiting for, like, a, a rich doctor to walk out and just, just take me home. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. Uh-oh. Maryland Treasurer Derek Davis is accusing the state and the Orioles of dragging out negotiations to renew the team's lease at Camden Yards. Davis Davis spoke at uh, Wednesday's Maryland Board of Public Works meeting and questioned whether something is holding up a deal because it's taking so long. Earlier this year, Orioles chairman and CEO John Angelo said he expected a lease would be finalized by the All-Star break, but that deadline passed last week. At this point, we still have no update on if and when they are renewing the at Camden Yards. It is very, very weird. So, obviously, there have been some rumors that the O's could possibly go to Nashville. Now, I feel at first, automatically, I think, at least just speaking personally, I'm like, no way. There's no way that's happening. But I was talking to Rob over at 105.7 The Fan, and he was like, that's how I felt when the Colts were not going to leave when I was a kid. And then I'm also thinking about, like, I'm from Northern California, and if we're talking football, the the Oakland Raiders just moved to Vegas. Now, I understand the Raiders were originally in L.A., but to me, I mean, I grew up with my grandpa being a die-hard Raiders fan, and the fact that that actually happened, it's still, like, still in, in like, Northern California, where my family is from, that's still a shock to them that that happened, but it did. It's such a Maryland and Baltimore institution that thinking about them going somewhere else almost seems, and I think that's why it catches us off guard, right? Yeah, I'm like, like, what's, I don't understand, like, what's happening? How could it not be here, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, again, we've been through this with Lamar recently, so let's just stay positive, right? Stay yes, positive, everybody. Course, All right. Number two. There was one winning ticket sold for Wednesday night's $1 billion Powerball jackpot in Los Angeles, California. The billion-dollar grand prize is the third largest in the game's history since it started in 1992. So even though Maryland wasn't the big winner, there is one Marylander who won $4 million. Damn. The so-called Mega Player ticket was sold at Lobby Shop on North Charles Street in Baltimore City. Because there was no Mega Millions jackpot winner, Friday night's drawing is worth an estimated $720 million. Doesn't that sound like crap now, too? <laughs> you know what I mean? Dollars. Even when somebody wins $4 million, you're kind of like... It's still crazy. I still can't like wrap my head around that I know, money. But when you compare it to the Four, went to the uh, the billion dollar prize. You're like, yeah. oh, you just got a million, uh, four million, terrible. Number one. This is us. Star Mandy Moore spoke with the Hollywood Reporter picketing for SAG after outside Disney and revealed the shocking amount actors actually received for their residual checks from streaming. So residuals are paid when the projects actors are in are getting replayed. Right for Mandy. As a star of the show, shared that her streaming checks for This Is Us were only 81 cents.
events. Take a listen. Very, 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 Mandy, you've gotten an 81 cent check for residuals from This Is Us. I was talking to my business manager who said he has received a residual for a penny and two pennies. This Is Us is on Hulu. That's wild because that show is so big and if mandy is the star yeah and like what she, are what are like, other what are side actors getting paid exactly if anything exactly and i get it too like the more for some reason my tiktok is fascinated with these the strike right now is like all i'm getting fed and you know these people are going into like hey like we don't work all the time they just want to be able to pay their bills and very few people are mandy moore and if mandy moore is making 81 cents you right. know like on a show that was that massive. How would you ever? Because mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all right now, if let's just say, for example, that like Jess and I put a show together, a radio show, and they just were going to like run that, that same show over and over and over again. And I was going to make 81 cents. I'm telling you, there's no way in hell. Any, none of us would. Like, if you were going to do your job, like, like do one project, but then forever somebody else is going to make money off of that. And you were gonna make eighty-one cents. Yeah. Every last one of us would be out there picketing. You've got to understand how this thing works. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. It's dumb. It's not fair. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Is your child weirdly obsessed with something? <laughs> if that sounds familiar, I want you to start calling us right now. 410-583-1065. Because this has to be probably the cutest video I've seen all week. There's a video going viral of a little girl. She looks to be, I don't know, three years old. And she has the weirdest obsession with Michael Scott from The Office. <laughs> not the, not just the show The Office, but like literally as a three-year-old, Steve Carell, Michael Scott, she has the weirdest obsession with. And like when she's upset, like she, that's really what she wants to soothe her mm. is to like to turn The Office on so she can see Michael Scott. Y'all, tell me this is not the cutest thing you've heard ever. Listen. What do you need? Michael Scott, mommy. You need Michael Scott? Yeah. No, we're gonna go to bed. Michael God, Daddy. I want Michael God. I want Michael God. You want Michael Scott? Yeah. Josie Bear, it's time for bed. I want Michael God. Oh my gosh, I want to cry. Literally, wildly obsessed. That is so cute. She's under the age of five for sure. Wildly obsessed, and oddly obsessed, I would say, Mm -hmm. with Michael Scott. I don't think that most kids at the age of three are walking around. Being like, you know what I love? The office. Right. Wouldn't make sense, right? Yeah. So I want to open the phones up. 410-583-1065. What is your kid weirdly obsessed with? Like, it doesn't really make sense. It's strange. It's bizarre. But they they are obsessed with it. We want to hear the story. 410-583-1065. I was telling my mom we were doing this topic. And I was like, is there anything that, like, back in the day that I was just, like, weirdly obsessed with? And she reminded me, y'all, I had the weirdest obsession with fire ants. Well, just ants in general. It wasn't even just fire ants. Fire ants? Like, I would love to go outside and, like, find ants all over the place. And this lasted for, I mean, I can remember this now, like, for years. My mom reminded me, I would, like, put them in a jar, and I would literally put the jar of ants in the bed with me to sleep at night so that I could have my ants nearby. Weird, right? Ew. So weird. I was definitely obsessed with Alexander O'Neill as a as a young child. Do you know who that I is? I don't know who that is. He sings Saturday Saturday Love, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, oh, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Right? So imagine like four year old or like oh, I'd say like five year old Jessica like going into the bathroom 
and like requesting Alexander O'Neill playing while I was in the bathtub Makes on no like sense. my radio. Doesn't make sense for your age. I was like so, I mean, still to this day, but so obsessed with him and his music as a child. Hey, Nikki from Baltimore. Good morning. Hey, hi. Is your kid weirdly obsessed with something? Yeah, my my five year old son is obsessed with the Titanic for some reason. The Titanic. Now, how does yeah. how does he know about the Titanic at five? Like, I don't think I knew about the Titanic. Like, how could he even comprehend what that was about? I don't even really remember where he heard about it or anything. And my husband and I have had to take him to this Titanic museum Aww. at um, five. And then, you know, we've also, he wanted to see the movie, but of course some of it's not appropriate. So right. we only showed him like the first and the very last part. And then he was like, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> so you're like, yeah. you're like don't watch the, the, the love scenes. Uh, so, <laughs> but like, does that, does that seem weird to you too? Like that, it, it's a weird obsession, right? At five to be obsessed with the it Titanic. It totally right? is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's weird. And like he... He even like wants to make boats when he gets older now. Oh, that's like, kind of cool, though. So strange. Yeah, Titanic's definitely a weird one. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. You're welcome. If uh, if your kid either is or has been weirdly obsessed with something, four ten five eight three one zero six five. Hey, Ellen. Good morning. Good morning. What is your kid weirdly obsessed with? She's my granddaughter, who will be two next week, yeah. and she is obsessed with ketchup. And dipping everything in ketchup. She everything. Dip. She dips her French toast in ketchup. <gasps> wow. Yesterday, she dipped her Oreos in ketchup. Oh, no. no. Listen, I love ketchup, but I would not be doing my Oreos in that, though. I was going to say, she's going to grow up to be Jess, pretty much. I do love Jess ketchup. Is also weird, but not you, but you wouldn't do I would, French toast. I, I wouldn't, no. That one's okay. That's, That's a good crazy. one. That's 410-583-1065. Thank you for calling us. Uh, this is Mercedes online one from Baltimore. Hey, Mercedes. Good morning. Good morning. What is your kid weirdly obsessed with? So my four-year-old son, he's obsessed with Charlie Wilson, the <gasps> singer. How did, how did that start? That is brings that, me so much joy. Is that mom's influence? It is, um, because I will always play the song, I'm Blessed. Uh-huh. So he thinks that his name is Yes, I'm Blessed. Did you, did you show him? I need to listen to Yes, I'm Blessed. Did you did show you him? Watch? Oh, my gosh. So thinks thinks that Charlie Wilson's name is Yes, I'm Blessed? Wait, did you show yes. him the Tiny Desk concert that Charlie Wilson just did? Yes. Oh, How yes. happy was he? He was so excited. He'll get on the laptop and he'll watch it over and over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it so much. It's not. And your son is how old? Four. Not, it's not made for four-year-olds, I feel, but I'm but glad I, to see But it. I feel like Charlie is for everybody. I'm he glad really to is. see it's ageless. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. Uh, let's go to Vonna on three, I think. Hey, Vonna, good morning. Hey, good morning. What is your kid weirdly obsessed with? So my eight-year-old is obsessed with um, Predator. Predator. That is so scary. <laughs> yeah. What is what is and what does it exactly mean for your kid to be obsessed with Predator? <laughs> Especially at eight. We, you know, we grew up with the old movies, like with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So you know what we watch, they end up watching. You know, sneak. They sneak around like the door, and they're like, "Ooh, what's that?" When's the um, first so time? Kids, when's the first time you saw uh, Predator? Man, uh, I think she was like three. <laughs> she was three. You let her see that at three? 
I was three. And so, like, I have a son, too. He's 11. But they love horror movies. So, like, her what? her next her next big thing is Scream and no. Halloween. And then wow. now she's obsessed with Megan, the doll. Oh, my God. No. She's going to be like, Mom, I want a Megan birthday party. Please. Yeah, she... She no kids really come. did. Her birthday was yesterday, so she was like, <laughs> "No, no kids were allowed to come." They were oh like, gosh. "No, it's too much." Right. Well, like when you wait, when you say she's obsessed with Predator, that your you know your eight year old's obsessed with Predator. What does that mean? What's how deep does the obsession go? I mean, the obsession goes like we had to buy a life size doll. So like when people come into our house, they're like, you know, we're, we don't really have people coming over because of these reasons, but. Um, <laughs> Even when, yeah, my son's in the car. They're actually both in the car right now. Yeah. <laughs> Put your daughter on the phone, can please. We, can we talk to her? Does, sure. Does, does she want to talk? Can, you, can I ask her? Adrian. Hey, what's your thing with Predator? Um, <laughs> yeah. why, why do you like it so much? It's scary. It's just scary. It's <laughs> you like, just scary. You like being scared. Yeah. You like it? That's, that's cool, girl. Do your thing. Yeah, we can't We can't hate on the obsession. Uh-uh, do your thing. Here's the number one question that you're asking right now. Is Jess still being ghosted by her wedding planner? And if you have no idea what that even means, let's take you back to earlier in this week where Jess kind of opened up about, like, this maybe worst case scenario mm-hmm. when it comes to wedding planning, or at least a really, really bad situation. So I was letting you guys know that I had not heard from my wedding coordinator for like over eight days at this point, yeah. right? And and that's when I had the discussion with Abby for Dear Abby. It's actually been longer than that. And so now I actually called the venue and hoping that she would get back to me. So, I still have not heard back from her. So now I'm thinking I need to like send an email and be like, yo, what's up? Because Dear Abby was on Tuesday. So you called after after Dear Abby mm-hmm. and you've heard nothing back. No. And that was two days ago. Yeah. So now you're on day 10 of yes. hearing nothing back from your wedding planner. Yes. So now you think the next plan of action is to email once again? And we're doing 10 business days, guys. Okay? Yeah. That's what we're, that's what we're counting. Okay. Well, do you, did you already write the email? I wrote the email and I just want to know if this is fair to say, if I'm, I don't want to be too mean, but what I also want to be like direct. Dude, you can't, at this point you can't say I don't want to be too mean. Like, but I don't want to be. You okay, are so, paying this no, woman. No, you want to know why I don't want to be mean? Well, one, I just don't want to be mean. But two, I... Don't want it to be so uncomfortable to where we can't get on a page where it's enjoyable on the day okay. of. You know what I'm saying? Like sense. I don't want to be beefing with my wedding coordinator as I'm like walking down the aisle. I don't want to feel like that. Or because you're about what? You're 280 some odd days away from your wedding or something like that? Yes. But like a little a little over nine months right now. So what would be really bad too is if you push her too far and she's like, you know what? F you and like walks out. You, you so I, I get your point of like, yeah, we got to kind of play, we got to play nice. Okay, right. read this email. Let's decide is this too mean? Got 10 days though after not hearing a word from her. Yes, tell me. Okay, so hi, <laughs> nope, I'm already mad. Blank, I'm reaching out to you to express some of my concerns. Mm-hmm. I sent you an email on now, I'm listing the days that I sent her an email, mm-hmm. two separate occasions, and I called your office two days ago, left a voicemail, and I have still not heard back from you. I understand that it's bu- busy wedding season because it is, it is busy wedding season. It's true. Okay. But some sort of acknowledgement would be appreciated. I know we're still a ways away from the wedding. However, communication is a top priority for me, especially having to do this from across the country. 
if this is something, uh, this is not something I want to experience closer to the wedding day. So if our schedules don't coincide, I'm open to the option of having another coordinator that's better suited for our situation. If that's not possible, I would like to request a manager to be added to our communication so they might be able to respond in your absence. Yeah, I think it's too nice. I don't think it's listen. I'm asking for a manager, okay? I'm practically being Kramer Karen right now. That's what I'm it's already say. making me cringe and no. I don't want to like step my foot deeper into the Kramer Karen pool. If you're new to the show, I am I don't want to say I'm a customer service person's worst nightmare, but he like is, though. I have a, an alternate side of me called Kramer Karen where like I just I this kind of stuff makes me furious. Dude, I would have gone way harder. Mm-hmm. I would have gone. I'd been like, where in the mm, are you? We've been mm, 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 this is inappropriate. Yeah. Um, but I think I think you got the point across. If you got some feedback for Jess, that sounds good to you guys. We text her really quick and we'll move on with the show. 410-583-1065 and we'll check back and figure out like if she responds where to the me. hell is this wedding planner? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. We got those tickets coming up right after this, too. Number three. Maryland State Treasurer is pressing for answers about why it's taking so long for the state government and the Orioles to come to an agreement for a new lease for Camden Yards. The Orioles passed on an extension option earlier this year, and the current lease is set to expire on December 31st. Orioles chairman and CEO John Angelo said he expected a lease would be finalized by the All-Star break. Well, that deadline was a week ago. The O's and the Maryland Stadium Authority, which oversees the state-owned stadium, have been in talks for the new lease for months at this point, and fans still do not have an answer. What's the deal? Like, why Why is this happening? I don't know. It's making me nervous. I don't like it. And I don't it feels know. It's very shady. Is this just our trauma, though? Is this our Lamar Jackson trauma? No. Speaking, you know, of like. I don't think it's trauma. I feel like it's very, very weird. Why? Like, what is, what is the holdup? Can why imagine, can we not though? figure something out? This town just wouldn't feel the same. No. You know, like. No. It's literally like in the fabric. 
of what this city is. So, I mean, hopefully we come back on the TV tomorrow and be like, yay, we're good. But that's all we know. Number two. McDonald's is releasing a new McFlurry for summer. The new peanut butter crunch McFlurry debuts on August 9th, made with vanilla soft serve, blended with crispy cereal mix and chocolate peanut butter cookie pieces. The new peanut butter crunch McFlurry is an attempt to replace the Grimace shake that exited on July 6th. I guess McDonald's fans are still not over that loss, so they're hoping this may, you know, soften the blow a bit. I think the Grimace shake is going to be my favorite memory of the year. Every year, I'm surprised I have, like, they took it away, to be honest. There's like one story every single year that I walk away with being like, damn, that was crazy. The Grimace shake, in case you don't know, it was Grimace's birthday. And like, it was, it should have been nice and family friendly, right? It, it was a purple milkshake. Of course, social media just takes it TikTok. in a completely different direction. Literally, they everyone was doing TikToks where they would drink the shake. It would kill them in some kind of weird way. And I, I don't. like, what the heck is I happening? I don't know why that gets so weird. Number one. So if there's someone in Hollywood we should probably listen to about the dangers of artificial intelligence, it's probably the Terminator creator, James Cameron. The director has come forward not only to give a thumbs down to AI replacing writers and the industry with everything that's been going on with the strike, but he's also warning about the dangers of the weaponization of AI. He said he's concerned with the equivalent of a nuclear arms race with AI, reminding everyone that, quote, I warned you in 1984, referring to the original Terminator movie, and you didn't listen. He's not wrong. What do you think about that? Yo, I'm telling you, y'all, I'm so weirdly... Freaked out by AI, and like that is my worst case scenario. Is that, and this is what I, I, I predict as of right now is going to happen is these computers are learning, they're getting smarter, right? As we're telling them more information, they're learning, they're learning, they're and then learning. they're going to take over, and then all of a sudden, they're going to be like, Wait, scary, we know everything. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just create our own military and yeah. take out these stupid humans? But have you seen those crazy headshots AI has been creating? <laughs> all the giving times, people all- three arms and weird faces. First the headshots. But that's the problem. And now like, war. There will be no perfection <laughs> to it. So they're just gonna be it's gonna be messy. And like you get it you better pick your side now. Honestly, I'm, side I'm on the no. side of the robots. I'm on the side of the robots. No, don't. I think they got a better Go chance. Go watch Mission Impossible. It's, it's not I'm on be Ethan's good. side. This is Jess and that was your top three. Crazy doing it. It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's talk me out of it. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. Okay. Uh, we got Anonymous on the voice disguiser. Uh, Anonymous, what is this crazy idea that's going through your head today? <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking about faking a car wreck to see if my guy really cares about me. Wait, wait, did what? you say faking a car wreck? What? I mean, that's a pretty dramatic statement. I hear it. Yeah. But it's, it's just really like the idea. And well, does that bring him? Why does, would does you? Does he come through for me? Okay. Why would you fake a car wreck? This already sounds, this sounds terrible. So this isn't like a casual thing. Like this is a guy we've been together for three and a half years. But the issue is he doesn't want to put labels on things, which I, I kind of get. But I do love him. And he's told me that too. And. I think we would be great together. I want to start a family one day. I see how he is with his nieces and nephews. And I I really want this. But, you know, I'm turning 34 next week. And my girlfriends aren't the biggest fans of his. And they brought up, you're getting, you're getting old. Like, do you want to have kids? What's it going to take for you to realize that he's never going to settle down with you? He's not committing. 
And then the big thing came when one of my really good friends was like, okay, like, do you think if you got into a car wreck, he would show up? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I mean, come on, three and a half years. But then, you know, I got to really thinking about it. I've never, I guess, really asked him to sacrifice or, like, show up in any huge ways. Or crisis for you. He uh-huh. has never yeah, had to support crisis. you through that. I've, like, maybe kept it easy for him. Which, yeah. Like, I don't need to, like, go dramatic and, like, actually do something crazy. But I'm going to be waiting in the Mercy ER, the waiting room. I'm going to give him a call, let him know, hey, I've been in this accident. I'm okay, but I'm just really shaken up. Please come get me. Mm-hmm. And if he shows up, there's hope here. And then what? And so what if he doesn't show up? Uh, I... Uh, Are you going to break uh, up with him then? Would you end things? I, I guess I would have to. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely extreme. Um, all right, so if you've not been here before for this segment, uh, what we do now is we want you to call us and tell us, did, did she go for it, is she not? Anonymous is saying that she, uh, she's been dating a guy for a long time that just basically won't commit to her, and she wants to go sit at the hospital, mm-hmm. fake a car wreck, and see if he shows up. And if he does, then I guess you would know that he was serious about you enough to continue to mm-hmm. figure this out with him. And then if not, you would, would strongly consider ending this relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do, we, do we tell her to go for it talk her out of it? 410-583-1065. I don't think it's a good idea to fake the situation and be at the hospital. I just feel like it's really... It's bad territory to enter in. And honestly, I just feel like if you feel like you need to do something this drastic to see if he'll commit to you after three and a half years, I feel like you just should break up with him because I feel like he's been playing you for too long. I sometimes take a page from this book of of taking my time to figure things out. Um, I mean, it's definitely extreme. But here's the thing is I think you would definitely absolutely if this guy doesn't show up, you would have to break up with him. Because yeah. I mean at this point yeah, you would have you Right, you would have to know that like he really doesn't care enough about you to come to keep You know what I mean? See, yeah. For yeah. three and a half years, like I could have a friend for three and a half years. And if he's yeah. not even willing to show up, you know yeah. what I mean? Like of, of any level, this guy's never going to be at a point mm-hmm. where he's going to want to like feel enough to be in a relationship with you for sure. I mean, I think it's a extreme, but solid litmus test to see really how he feels. That because he keeps saying I love you, I want to do, it, but like, does he really love you? Right? Is he willing to prove yeah. it? But does so, she- so if he shows up, then what? She's just sitting there, and she's like, "It's everything's fine. Just kidding." They told me I can be discharged. Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. Like, okay. okay, so you're basically... You're like, and, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're here. I okay. feel so much better. I would. I okay. would feel so much better. Okay. Right. I mean, it's I mean, it's a lie, but I don't I don't think it's hurting anybody, you know? Uh, 410-583-1065, you know, Anonymous is thinking about faking a car wreck to see if her situationship actually cares enough about her. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Hey, Jamie and Olivia, good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? I say talk her out of it. I mean, I 100% agree with Jess. If after three and a half years, A, he's not putting a label on it, B, he, you don't know if he's going to show up for you in a crisis, yeah. then he's probably not. And, and how old is your daughter, Olivia, in the car? 10. Oh, oh, hi, Olivia. Hi. Olivia, what do you think about this? The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, and I've ever been saying for you guys, since I was in third grade. Wow. <laughs> and what grade are you in now? 
I'm going to fifth grade. Wow, so for two whole years, this is the most this ridiculous, ridiculous one you've heard? This is a ridiculous thing. Okay. So what yeah, do you... Crazy. Uh, Olivia, in your fifth grade knowledge, what do you think that she should do then? She... She shouldn't even, like, have that idea in her mind. Yeah? She should do something just a little less, more that's ridiculous. Okay. Maybe she should say that she forgot her wallet at, like, Walmart or something. Okay. And she wants to buy something for, like, a friend okay. for their birthday and see if he will actually show up or not. Interesting. But, like, hey, we're, we're... A car crash, she could have to figure out that the car's not crashed and... The other person's not there. Okay. Okay. Still a test, but, like, let's not go yeah. hospital, but it, maybe, like, Walmart. Like, I, a mini test. I like how we're brainstorming here. This has been really good. Thank you guys for calling us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 410-583-1065. Uh, Gracie from Ellicott City, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi. So, you know, she is considering faking a car wreck to see if her, mm-hmm. I guess, situationship truly does care about her or not. Uh, do we tell her to go for that or talk her out of it? Totally go for it. Personally, I had a situation mm-hmm. where I had to make up a circumstance in order to have him see what was in front of him. What happened? This was like a little bit longer. Like we were together for 10 years. Okay. Damn. And All he's right. got kids. Ten years and you guys were not like in a in a relationship. It was the same kind of thing where he just wasn't. Well, we were like dating, but I wanted a commitment. I wanted to be married. Okay. Okay. And everything was always about his kids and like, oh, we can't do this now. Blah blah blah. Which is like valid reasons. But you know, love makes you do things, and sometimes men don't know what's in front of them. So, I decided that I was going to have terminal cancer, and he needed to marry me before I died. Wait, excuse me. You faked. Cancer, or you actually had cancer? I faked it. Wow! Because that's he needed to know what he was about to lose. And Wait, so, that's terrible. So, Wait, what? So, are you guys still together? How did that even work? Yeah, yeah, we're still together. It's been great. He just needed that extra push to whoa, realize. Whoa, 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 hang on, right whoa, 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 hang on. We can't, we can't rush through this story. So you, you told him that you had, you had cancer. Yes, terminal cancer. And. Then how did that turn into you now being married to him? Well, I mean, I said I would love to be married before I died, and he honored that wish. And then, you know, I had a miraculous recovery. Does he know that you faked that entire situation? He does not need to know that part. Does that not I don't know. Feel that feels like very bad karma. That. How long have you guys been married since you miraculously got better? Three years. And and he has he has no idea. So you would even in hindsight you wouldn't have done it any different. I would have faked it sooner. All right. Uh, so uh, you think the car wreck uh, makes sense? I think it's a great idea. It's easier to fake that than it is to have a cancer cure. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Us. Appreciate it. Mm-mm. Not good. Not okay. Right? Yeah, that's not okay. Hey, Briggs from Whitehall, good morning. Good morning. You know, she wants to fake this this whole car wreck to see if her situationship really cares about her. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Do not do that. Under no circumstances should you do that. Your relationship can be as complicated as it could possibly be, but the number one thing is you need to have open communication. You need to be able to talk to one another 
And if you can't do that, then that's not the relationship for you. Right. And it scared me, though, because obviously she's thinking about this. And then we just had someone share with us on the air that she literally faked cancer to get her partner to propose to her. That's manipulative. It's coercive. Yeah. I mean, I again, I'm okay with giving somebody like uh, like maybe faking a little bit of a shake-up moment, right, to see how they would react in it. Like, like a car wreck, I think it's pushing it, but for sure. But the can- when a woman said, I fake cancer, I was like, what in the hell? Yeah. How did That's you feel when you heard that, Briggs? Like, what were you I thinking? I was yelling. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That's- no, I would divorce over that. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. No, thank you. I hope that lady, I hope her life gets better. Yeah. Us too. Thanks. Uh, 410-583-1065. This is Shayna on line two from Crownsville. Hey, Shayna. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. She wants to fake this car wreck. Do we tell this her to makes, go for it or talk her out me, of it? Yeah, no. Talk her out of it. This makes me so sad. Um, I've just been going through a lot this year, and I had a friend share with me yesterday that it's not about how you feel about them. It's how they make you feel. Yeah. And if she's had to chase them for three years, she has her answer without already doing this, and right. she's just going to look like a fool. Yeah. That's so true. It makes me sad that, that so many women chase after and it's yeah, Men it's like ple- feel this way. exactly, and it breaks my heart because it's like, please, please, please see me worthy when it really should be like you don't understand how special I am, so he shouldn't even okay. be in her life yeah. in the first place. That's valid. That's valid. Yeah, you get one chance to do this right and not have to go through what I'm going through at 43 years old, and this is that moment for her that she can make a decision, the right one or the bad one that can set the tone for the rest of her life. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling with that. Appreciate that. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Uh, hey, Anonymous. Mm-hmm. So what do you think after, you know, all this? <laughs> well, I guess I'm more on the fence. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so confused. I mean, I get, I hear what people are saying. Like, how am I, you can ask questions. Right. And the how car. am I going to explain? Yeah, where's the car? Like, how are you going to deal with the damages and the finances? And the lies would start piling up. I mean, I. I feel like once I'm in it, I have to commit. Otherwise, it's so bad. He'd be so upset with me. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. I need to know. I, like, I'm just much more aware of how old I am. And the mm. fact that it's been three and a half years. Right. And I don't know what else could be a test that I could actually like, do. I mm. mean, this doesn't feel that hard. Well, you have some time to think about it. You said your birthday is on Wednesday. So when would you yeah. when would you want to do this? I honestly just want to get it over with. So I'm thinking like today. Oh, oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe you don't have a lot of time to think about this. Well, listen, I mean, take uh, at least take a beat. Think through okay. this. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you've heard this segment before, but what we typically do is we get what we call a talk me out of it update, which is finding okay. out like what people decided to do on Mondays mm-hmm. about 820. Um, okay. Are you available or interested in like letting us know? What happened? Yeah, no, that'd be helpful. I mean, I yeah, this has been useful. Okay. So, yeah. Perfect. Then let's okay. plan on a eight twenty Monday, and we'll we'll find out what okay. uh, what you decided to do. Is that cool? Yeah, that works. Thank you. It was nineteen eighty four on this day, where the absolute saddest movie in a kids movie ever came out. Ever. We're going to talk about it today in our Throwback Thursday segment. This is where we look back on number one songs from Maryland for the previous years. And then I'll take you to that moment in pop culture history. Uh, we'll start today in 2013. The number one song in Maryland would have been Robin Thicke and Blurred Line. Robin Thicke had a good 
good minute. Him and Pharrell. What was the scandal with him? He cheated on his wife. Is that what it was? Yeah, and yeah. everyone was like, screw you, Rob Thick. Real fast. Uh-huh. We were over him real fast. Yeah. This song only reminds me of the twerking Miley phase. Yes, yeah, when she came out in like the, the baby thing, yeah. which honestly wasn't even that big of a deal. And <laughs> for some reason, everyone lost their mind. Oh, to think about all the rebirths of Miley Cyrus. It's you know like, what I mean? We've like, had so many versions of her. All right, today, back in 2005, if you turn on Mix 1065, the number one song would have been Mariah Carey and We Belong Together. <laughs> this is on rotation uh, in my family's playlist. Everyone sings drunkenly together. Still? This is definitely on rotation. Every, every party, every birthday, all of us. Like I always say, times where I like, started in radio, it was like around this time. These songs still, I don't even know why. I'm so beyond sick of any song between no 2005 and 2007. Like this Mariah era was good. Don't get me wrong, but I hear it. I'm like, ugh, I don't know why. My favorite music videos are when they're like screaming, lip singing, but in slow motion. <laughs> and she was doing that in this video. 1992, the number one song in Maryland. My God, was Baby Got Back. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Shake that healthy butt. Baby Got Back. Wow. Still, we get plays today. That song, arguably, I'm trying to think if there's another song that's more timeless than Baby Got Back. I think. I mean, there's so many, but like, this is definitely an iconic song. Any generation can turn this song on, though, I feel like, and appreciate it just as much as they did back in the 90s, you know? Yeah, and even got revamped with Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go back to 1984. So I thought I knew the answer to this. What do you but, think it was? But I'm wrong because the saddest animal death in film history to me took place in 1994. Which was? Uh, in Lion King. Oh, no. No. Way sadder than that. No Which, way. Don't get there me wrong. There is nothing more. Sad. That is nothing it that is sad. more devastating than that death. Honestly, I don't even know if you've seen this movie because this was such a gem for us. Like, if you're an, if you're an 80s, 90s baby, like, y'all, it was the never-ending story came out. What is this? Have you never seen The NeverEnding Story? Oh, my God. It might be an 80s baby thing. NeverEnding Story. Y'all remember this one, right? This kid Are like, you goes, telling me this song? That you spent, you're telling me right now this is more devastating than Mufasa dying I want you. I want you Absolutely to go watch this not. movie. I want you to. I think it would still hold up today. No. I think this is my very first level of trauma was seeing the horse die in this movie. Oh. And I'm going to... Really quick, in case you forget The NeverEnding Story, this is where the kid goes into the bookstore. He starts reading a book about... Fantasia, and there's this thing called the Nothing that's trying to like take over, and he goes in and Falcor. He rides on. You don't even know who Falcor is. Okay. The giant dragon mm, that like yes, they have yes, to like. Yes, yes. Sound familiar no, now? Yeah, I've seen parts of that movie. It's okay. not as sad as Mufasa. Sorry. No, I'm Jessica Dutra. I will. Right, we have we have a text poll right now. What's sadder? Please tell me. Because the never the ending swamp story of sadness scene. King. The swamp of sadness scene. Another one you know I'm talking about here. Where the literally his horse drowns right in front of him, and what was so hard about this is this this literally took them it took them seven weeks to train two different horses to get this scene right to do because it because you can't teach a horse to drown totally that's you terrifying these horses were like what in the world like how in the world so basically what would happen was they had them on, eventually on a hydraulic platform that would just go up and down out of the mud but it was a complete Ooh, mess to film scary. We just got a text from Ashley, and she goes, how can you watch Simba try to wake up his dead dad and say it's not the saddest death? That, his little paw, he's like, dad, 
dad. I will start sad. crying right now. Have you seen Have you seen the videos on TikTok of parents showing that scene to their kids for the first time? And no. being like, this hurts, but like they have to see it. And like little baby tears streaming down those baby cheeks. And it's devastating. But then Bambi's mom has entered Yo, the chat. all of a sudden, we're going to get influx. <laughs> Bambi's mom has entered the chat. Can we all just kind of come to the agreement? Sure. That is for sure devastating. Can we all maybe come to the agreement that out of all of these things, that Bambi's mom dying is for sure the most traumatizing thing we saw as a kid. No, no, still, still Mufasa. You for me. still think it's that's more sad than? Yeah, no, I can, hear, I can hear Bambi's, mo- I can hear Bambi's voice in my head saying "mother," <laughs> and I, 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 I hate it. I hate that I have that memory in my brain, but it's Mufasa for me. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 